0: so so excited about this incredible celebration
1: we absolutely love to celebrate around here and to say that we are excited um, about celebrating our 20th is an understatement and um, just I, I can't help but say it obviously I was 12. (laughs) When we started the church, but so much has changed. And at the same time, so much has stayed the same from the very beginning. We did not know where we'd be meeting and whether we had 20 people or 200 or 2000, wherever we were, we knew one thing that God's word was a big deal. And that while we don't take ourselves too seriously, and it's a good thing most of the time, (laughs) while we don't take ourselves too seriously, we take God's word very seriously. And we take the responsibility of teaching God's word very seriously. We believe that if you submit your life to his laws, then your life will work better. And we believe that to the core of who we are. And that is why if you look when you've Leave out in the lobby, we call it the big lobby, got the big lobby and the little lobby, but the big lobby out here has our cornerstone verse literally etched in stone. And that is Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him, God, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen and that verse sums up lake hills church in so many ways from september 7th 1997 to september 24th 2017 it summed us up then and it sums us up now if you look at the beginning to him who is able to do immeasurably more turn to your neighbor and say lots more lots more. Lots more than all we can ask or imagine. There's no possible way we could have imagined what God had in store for us. There's no way when Coley and Kevin and Vaughn and the guys said, yes, we're in. They didn't know they'd be hauling a trailer and carrying around little tykes toys and, you know, trying to pretend to look like a real nursery from day (laughs) one. They they couldn't have imagined what God had in store for us. I certainly couldn't have imagined. As a matter of fact, I told Mac at the very beginning, I will teach children. I will never teach adults. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I said it so confidently. And he said maybe one day I go, oh no, I won't. I will never teach grown-ups. You know why? Children have no baggage and they think I sound like Whitney Houston when I sing. <laughs> And so that is good for my self-esteem. And I am very comfortable with children. I couldn't have imagined what God had in store. And he must have been just giggling all along the way. It is his power at work. Say at work. At work. It is his power at work within us. God's power at work. That is what God does. God shows up when we work. We didn't know what we were doing each Sunday. We just kept on working we just stayed at work
0: you remember the first Sunday we ever taught together in the high school oh. it was Mother's Day it was Mother's Day and Julie was we did a tag team sermon kind of like this except it was Mother's Day it was the first time Julie had ever spoken on a Sunday morning and and it, it was it was a challenge just to get her to agree to it a few months in advance. I'm not
1: sure I ever agreed to. it.
0: <laughs> but I remember, I mean, we were literally, the last song was playing right before we walked out on the stage. And Julie, not Joe, Julie's hysterical. She's she's the funniest person I've ever met. She's the smartest person I've ever heard of. Not even being funny now. She looked at me and she goes, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I oh, yeah, I was vividly. dead serious.
1: I wasn't funny. And um, he said, come on. We're, it's almost time. I said, no, I'm not going. I'm not going she out meant there. It too. Uh-huh. And then he just pushed me. <laughs> Literally pushed in me love. out there. Uh-huh. In, in love. love. Hmm. Yes. Um, his power is at work. It is our obedience <laughs> that triggers his power. And we'll get to that in just a minute. To him be the glory in the church. The local church has one job. And that is to make Jesus' name famous. There are two kinds of people in this world. People who know Jesus and people who don't. And our responsibility, our privilege, our calling is to make his name known. To point to him and to say to Jesus be all the glory. Because we know that Jesus is the answer. To every one of life's questions Throughout all generations I think it goes without saying If you've been around here at all You know that we work hard To be a church of all generations Committed to reaching the next generation It was important in 1997 And it will be important For the rest of eternity Because the next generation Is important to Jesus He's very clear about teaching our children To love Jesus and his house And then throughout all generations Forever ever and ever. Mac and I love Lake Hills Church, but our prayer, our vision, is that Lake Hills Church lives much longer than we do. (laughs) That years from now, that decades from now, other church leaders are working in these ministries and reaching the city of Austin and beyond to grow the community of Christ one life at a time.
0: You know, I, I want to go back to that one little phrase there, immeasurably more, immeasurably more. Like, like you can't even begin to conceive how much more God wants to do, God can do in your life, through your life, and in and through the church. And, and it's its that fra- immeasurably more I think is probably a, a very appropriate term as we as a church family celebrate 20 years of God's faithfulness. Over the last 20 years, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong later privately, Um, but I think we would all agree it was immeasurably more fulfilling, immeasurably more rewarding, immeasurably more work, immeasurably more blood, sweat, and tears, immeasurably more, just more of discovering who God is through this incredible incredible journey and what's been amazing for Julie and me and so many of these folks over here is the blessing that we've had throughout this journey I think when you when you look at the commitment that these folks have made to to be Lake Hills Church the commitment that they've made in their families the commitment that they've made in and to and through this church over and over and over again you see immeasurably more of god revealing who he is and and how he operates and how he works in this life but it, it follows that that step of obedience it follows that commitment it, it's it's it reminds me of fishing how many of y'all like to fish let me just see a showing. and you'll you'll notice if you're new around here a lot of things remind me of fishing it's it's god's favorite sport it's biblical jesus hung out with fishermen but one day a few years ago, I was down in the Florida Keys fishing with my good buddy, David Hughes, Pastor David Hughes from Church by the Glades in um, Fort Lauderdale. And we were we were anchored up trying to intercept tarpon, migrating in the Atlantic Ocean. And we actually, we thought we were anchored up because we noticed after a few minutes that that we actually kind of started to drift with the tide and the current and the wind and and we kind of noticed we were moving, and the fish they kind of swim on a line they were getting farther away from us when all of a sudden David and I heard a little commotion behind us where our guide was on the polling platform of this little flats boat and the commotion when we turned around we discovered he was he was like literally like disrobing down to his undies and, and David and I we're you know we're as open-minded as the next guy, but we were a little concerned at this point so Without any announcement or any kind of, you know, disclaimer, our guide got down to his undies and then dove in the water. And David and I watched in the gin clear waters of the Keys as he swam the length of the boat, found the anchor chain, and then swam down to where the anchor was on the ocean floor and just stuck it in the floor of the ocean. He swam back up the anchor chain, came back the length of the boat, climbed in, never said a word about it. It was an odd moment. Well, about 45 seconds, maybe a minute after he got back in the boat, David got that kind of tarpon twitch when you think you see a fish, and he kind of got on point, and he got ready to cast, and as the fish approached, it was coming pretty quickly, and we could, we could tell by that telltale waggle that it wasn't a tarpon, but it was a shark swimming at the boat, and as it came down the length of the boat, we could see it was about a six and a half, seven foot bull shark that had heard our guide splashing and swimming in the water. And I mean, he came on a rope looking for a meal. I learned two immutable spiritual laws that day in the Atlantic Ocean. Number one, that the first immutable spiritual law is this. If you're going to swim in shark-infested waters, you better have a boat. The church is our boat you and i live in shark infested waters monday through saturday we live in a world that is hostile to our faith a world that is hostile to the cause of christ and yet god in his amazing grace has given us this boat that is the church to to come together to rally around to be protection for each other in those shark infested waters the other immutable spiritual law that i learned that day is that the anchor only holds if you dig in. The anchor only holds if you dig in. Jesus Christ is our anchor in life. No matter how hard the winds blow, no matter how high the waves go, Jesus is our anchor. And the anchor holds when you and I dig in, when we commit to him, when we commit to his church to be the body of Christ dig in tell your neighbor right now like you mean it dig in
1: dig in and don't knock over my water please, because I dropped my lid um sometimes he gets a little arm wavy that's
0: that's funny coming from you I
1: love that about you I think that's a sign of a good communicator is it sexy Uh, (laughs) oh y'all don't know this he asks out about everything he does everything if he, you know, I'll go, thanks so much for taking the trash out. Is that sexy? Every every single thing. Every, thanks for unloading the dishwasher.
0: Is that sexy?
1: Yeah, every single thing.
0: I'm kind of starting to just assume that it is.
1: I know. Whatever it is. <laughs> That's good. Okay, back to Scripture. Um, That's biblical. So, uh, it is. It is. But we don't need to go there. We do have a time limit. So... I, ha- I worked in the children's ministry, and I love children's ministry. And one of the things I love about kids' ministry is you get to teach all the big Bible stories. And I absolutely love it. And one thing I noticed, and we talk, to this, we talk about this in LHC Kids, is that throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, God often revealed himself through big events, miraculous happenings. And so whether we're talking about Moses parting the Red Sea, maybe it's about uh, you know, the walls of Jericho falling down, Maybe it is um, when the Jordan River stopped flowing and the priests, you know, they were standing on dry ground so all of the Israelites could walk through on their way to the promised land. In the New Testament, Jesus turning water into wine. Jesus healing the blind man. But there's something common about every single one of those miraculous happenings. God commanded or Jesus commanded the person to do something. The Red Sea did not part until no. Moses Lifted his staff. The water of the Jordan did not back up until the priest stepped into the flowing river. And even the walls of Jericho did not fall until for six days walk around, walk around, walk around. And then on the seventh day, walk around. And on the seventh time, blow your horn. Every single time, Jesus told the man, go wash the water, go wash the mud in the pool of Siloam. And then he said, go fill the jugs with water. The miracle happened after a step of obedience. And that, I believe, reveals to us that obedience, obedience is what connects us to God's power. Obedience connects us to God's power. It's all in Scripture. It's in our every single day lives. And sometimes obedience is boring. Sometimes obedience is inconvenient. Sometimes obedience is unpopular. But we know this. God's word says, you stick with me and I will bless your obedience. I will show favor on your hard work. Galatians 6, 9 says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Say that with me. Don't Don't
0: give up. Up. That
1: was a B plus. Let's go for an A. Ready one, two, three. Don't. don't
0: give up.
1: And sometimes when you say don't give up, you have to grit your teeth like you mean it. Don't give up. You take the next right step. If I have learned anything over 26 years of marriage, almost 30 years of ministry together, 20 years of Lake Hills Church, 23 years of being a parent, I have learned that I will get tired. (laughs) I will get weary. I will want to give up. But God's Word says you will reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. Our harvest of blessing is the peace, hope, And joy that God promises that follows obedience. It is that life to the full that Jesus says that He came for. And so when that is our target, we then find the energy not to give up.
0: You know, it's true that obedience connects us to the power of God, but only Jesus connects us to God. Jesus Christ is our connector to God. He is the one who became one of us, lived, ministered, taught, preached, but ultimately gave himself for us. He took on my sin and your sin. Everything you've ever done that you're ashamed of, that you don't want anybody to know about, Jesus took on himself on the cross. And he died. And and, and he died alienated and separated from God the Father. Of all of the ways that you can hurt in this world, physical hurt, emotional hurt, relational hurt, the deepest kind of hurt is alone hurt. And Jesus died alone which is ultimately what sin does to every single one of us. It it estranges us from God. It isolates us from one another. And Jesus took that on himself, but he rose from the dead. He got up out of the ground with the promise of new life for anyone who would believe in him to have eternal life forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And this is our hope. This is the reality that this church is founded upon. This is the reality that we declare and we proclaim and we pray to live out individually and collectively. But if you're here today and you've never stepped into that reality, if you've never begun that relationship with Jesus, in just a moment, as a church, we want to give you the opportunity to do that. To, to step into that promise and the fact of jesus's new life the life he offers it's too good to keep to ourselves we we want to share it with as many people as we can i want to ask you if you would just for a moment bow your heads and as you bow your head i want to ask you just a very straightforward question have you personally committed your life to jesus if you're here today and the answer to that question is a definitive yes then i want to invite you to be praying maybe for the person you invited today the person in front of you or to your side but if the answer to that question is no or i'm not sure then we want to invite you to take that step of faith, relying on the reality and the fact of Jesus' resurrection. Trust him. Trust him with your life. And follow him. Just begin that right now by praying right where you are. Just say, Jesus, just silently talk to him. He's all-powerful. He'll hear you. He knows your heart. He wants to engage with you. Just talk to him and say, Jesus, I need you. I confess my sin to you. All of it. So that I might receive your forgiveness. All of it. And I will follow you from this moment forward. With everything I have. Jesus, I pray this prayer in your name. For just a moment, if you would, I want to ask you just to stay with your heads bowed, your eyes closed. But if you just prayed that prayer, On this 20th birthday of Lake Hills Church, today is your spiritual birthday. It's that moment, that day, that Jesus became real to you, personally. That you are literally, spiritually born again, anew and afresh. And so it's, it's a big deal. It's the most important moment of your life. And as a church, we want to help with what comes next. We want to come alongside. We want to learn from you as a, as a family of faith. And so if you would, I want to ask you just to do two things before you leave today. First of all, if you would, if you just prayed that prayer, will you open up your program and fill out the connect card that's inside of there your name and contact information that we always keep internal and then about halfway down you'll notice there's a place there to indicate I committed my life to Christ this week my birthday coincides with Lake Hills Church's birthday and before you leave hand that to one of our ushers or as you walk out the 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 big lobby underneath the front porch out there there's a blue canopy and there'll be people there who are, would love to just take that from you just just hand it to them and on your way out but second of all if that was your prayer would you just raise your hand quietly, unmistakably as our heads are bowed just raise your hand and hold it up high for a moment because your raised hand stamps this moment in your life your raised hand says this is real and it happened and will always be a reminder to you but will always be remembered in the life of this church as well we honor that and we celebrate that with you and our our family tradition is as you put your hands down we like to put our hands together to tell you welcome home welcome home